Hello, happy Sunday, everyone. Um, welcome to Call to AD and Scottish Watches Live. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Arthur. Um, and welcome to our show. This is our weekly show where we try to have in-depth conversations and discussions on um, fun watch topics. So we're kind of all over the place, not just watch reviews, but kind of fun topics and really just an insight into things that Arthur and I talk about at home all the time. So yep. um, today we're going to talk about some of the new releases, but we thought we would take a little bit of a spin on it than what other people have done this week. There's been a lot of coverage of new, new watches, I think. Um, you've seen a lot of like in-depth reviews of the podcasts, podcasts which is great. Um, but we decided what we would do this week is we had to pretend to be throughout all of our watches, our entire collection, and just build up from scratch with watches that were released this week. Yeah. So I think it's a fun yeah. one. Um, I don't know what Arthur picked. You probably know what I picked because I sent you all the links, but um, it should it should be a fun discussion. So um, if you haven't yet, please click subscribe and follow us on Instagram. I'm She Watches the World. Arthur's Tick Tick Broom with a bunch of underscores for some inexplicable reason. Um, yeah, but I think this will be a fun one. Cool. Do you want to do a wrist check? You've been kind of boring recently or predictable, but... Uh, yeah, not boring to me. Okay. Very exciting, yeah. but consistent. I'm wearing my uh, Rolex GMT Master 2 Pepsi and it's not focusing. But there you go. Um, we're both wearing our most favorite watches today, yep. um, and I have my Zenith Defy Midnight. These are both from Quran, so thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Help us get it. Yeah. And I just have to point out, I also got a Hermes um, click bracelet with stars and horses on it, which matches my Go Zenith. check your Instagram. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like this combo a whole lot, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for intro. Do you, I think it would make more sense instead of going back and forth like we usually do when you go through your okay, cool. You so again, it's you've scrapped your collection. Right, you've had to get rid of all of your watches, and you can only you have to have a whole collection just off of what was released this week. That's right. Budget doesn't matter. Yeah, there wasn't a number. We didn't have any rules for this, really. Right. So I kind of approached it with sort of like a basic three that I wanted to pick as like a core collection, uh, sort of like a sports sporty sports watch yeah uh, something in between and then something a little dressy yeah, you know we're much more methodical i'm all over the place yeah so. and then and then also my other picks of favorite stuff that i would love to own if budget was no obstacle yeah, yeah. um first of all i just want to say hi to dave i don't think he's been here in a while but i really like this comment crikey dan is far better looking than the last oh, time thank I was you. here. <laughs> 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 all right so to get things started let me just uh get the screen sharing going I guess I'll start with what's probably my favorite release of the week. Um, And if those of you who follow the show know that when we did our Watches We Wish Existed episode, I basically described this exact watch and then IWC just went and made it. Uh, So this one's kind of been a long time coming. This is the Big Pilot Watch 43 millimeter. and yes, David, we're, we're getting to the reverse of Don't worry. Um, so this is, at the time I described, oh, I love the big pilot's watch. Um, the 46 or 46 and a half is a little large. Yeah. Um, I said, I think 43 would be a good, like, pres- high presence watch. But, and I wanted no date. And sure, they didn't fit the seven day movement in here. And I totally understand that. But this is basically the watch I wanted. It is, but your first reaction, which I think was funny, it was like, ooh, IWC finally did the big pilot I want. And you're like, uh-huh. oh, the dial looks kind of plain. 
And yeah. I was like, this is what you wanted. You didn't I want know, a date. I'm a hypocrite. I yeah. hate numerals that are cut off. I like this. I think this would be a great watch for you. Yeah. And I but, think you will end up getting it at some point. And I came around on that already because especially, I mean, here we're building a collection from scratch, yeah. right? But in real life, I have the Top Gun, which is the like complicated yeah. chrono pilot. Stuff all over it. Um, so in real life, I may might be interested in the blue dial. But for this collection, this is my start. Okay. They've made it now a hundred mil excuse me, a hundred meter water resistant, which has never been the case before. Mm-hmm. And they've put in a really cool quick change strap system. So basically they're made it closer to a true everyday sports watch. So if I was picking this out for you, even from scratch, I would still get the blue dial. Okay. The black. All right. And I would get it on the bracelet. I know this watch yeah. does not like like it calls for being on a pilot strap, and I think you should have that too. But I think the bracelet's cool. It is. I would struggle with that, but for yeah. starting from scratch, okay, I said sorry. let's start with a black dial sports watch. Yeah. And I think this is a better sort of foundational watch for a collection now that it's forty three instead mm-hmm. of forty six, and now that it's more water resistant and with the strap change system, that makes it more fun for daily yeah. use too. They've even got some rubber straps, which uh, we'll have to see. This could truly be an only watch, honestly. Yeah, I think, I think it so. could. At least yeah. it depends upon, again, your wrist size and preferences. Right. But but for me, I think it could be. Yeah. Um, and these do in person have enough, like, the belt, the, the bezel has a nice polished bevel on it. The, mm-hmm. the lugs have some polished bevels. So there's a little bit of, like, dressiness to it. And I've also chose to use polished hands for the first time on the black mm-hmm. dial, which does make it a little, like, class it up a little bit. Sure. Um, they're... There's now a display case back as well. So they're they're really acknowledging here, look, the big pilot hasn't been a true tool watch for a while. And they're saying, like, look, this has to fit into people's lifestyles. Let's just embrace it. Okay. Sure, it's not like as, you know, tooly and gigantic as it was, but it's I think it, it's Wasn't fine, the original you know? also meant to like strap across your thigh or something? Yeah, it was like being a final. We are not yeah. doing that anymore. So yeah. So that's my first pick. Okay, let's move on. I won't belabor that one too long. Uh, Right. So let's move on to the next pick. All right. I think I'm actually going to share the window and hopefully um, that'll work well for us. Okay. My next pick, I have gone Breitling. Okay. So I thought I'd like something sort of. A, a, that could work as a dress watch. Mm-hmm. This is their new, from their premier uh, heritage collection, I believe they call it. This is the revival of the Detora. So it's a in-house column wheel chronograph movement with full calendar and moon face. At a, the, first of all, there's not a lot of watches that have that mm-hmm. uh, set of complications, and especially not at that price. Yeah. Um, I guess the other option, it doesn't, doesn't work for this cha- challenge, but would be the JLC Master Control chronograph mm-hmm. calendar that came out last year. Um, I'm not always the biggest fan of salmon dials, but for this, I thought it brought some interest and some dressiness and more vintage feel yeah. to the collection. For this challenge, I get it. I'm not a fan of salmon dials, um, but I think this is cool. And actually, the cutoff numerals, which is normally a pet peeve of mine, I don't mind too much on this watch. Because it's sort so, of inherently busy. Yeah. But I really like the sense of symmetry, yeah. which is cool. And you get a nice display back, too, if they show it. There you yeah. go. Pretty pretty solid. So um, it is a 42, but considering all the complication you're packing yeah. in here, I think that's – I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, I think it's good. 
Yeah. So that, that was my second pick. Okay. And then my third pick to sort of like round out the main trio. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I've, I've gone for so a couple of like not always popular brands here with Breitling and my next one, just for Dan, um, Panerai has done the Bronzo, the bronze submersible in 42 millimeters for the first time. And they call it the blue abyso, which presumably is like the blue abyss. abyss. Yeah. Yeah. I think the blue dial is really nice. Comes on a blue strap. I think it would also look really nice on a sort of rich colored brown strap. Yeah. It is rather expensive. Yeah. Uh, for what it is. I don't think in reality that like having what I have now, I would go spend the money. No, on but this. this is not, this is not reality. Yeah. Like, it objectively, I think is a very cool watch. I, and it's I one of it's the good. earlier, the bronze is one of the earlier bronze watches. It sort of like helps start yeah. the trend there. And I think bronze especially works on dive watches yeah. with the, like what they're harking back. It's a really there. fun one to have for like a week on vacation. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Try out for a little while, and and when I say it's a bit expensive, it's a bit expensive. Uh, I think the retail, yeah, oh, that's almost stupid. sixteen thousand okay. dollars, and they're limiting it to a thousand pieces per year only. At Panama so you can't retails. get it anyway. Well, you could probably get it. You're just going to pay full retail. Okay. So, and I'm not. I, I wouldn't call that a good value, but I think it's a very cool watch. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of uh, let's let's check. Uh, Check some reactions here before I go into <laughs> oil money. What friends don't let friends experiment with Panerai. <laughs> um, yeah, the sizing is a is a thing. I actually really like the submersible in a forty two, but I agree it's not classic for the brand. Yeah. Um, toxic price point. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, Dan mentioned on the Breitling that it has a domed case back it is neat. Um, in the Sapphire, which is kind of yeah. cool. Um, Mark Wheeler's mentioning the Breitling pistachio dial chrono. Just don't love the dial color, um, although it's cool. Yeah. At the, the chrono at 40 millimeters. Is Did really you pick nice. any green watch? There were so many green watches. No, I'm not a green watch person. And, and I just want to say, we did our green watch show mm-hmm. like a week or two before Watches and Wonders. And then we call like we were like, this is a trend. It's definitely a trend. So you think we called it? I think we called it. Yeah. Have you seen like I've avoided the green dials here, but like I basically am picking every watch that didn't have a green dial that was released last week. I have one. Maybe you guys can guess which one is. Okay. So now I'll go into sort of, I guess so that would be sort of like my three watch focused collection. Then there's just some other stuff I really, really love that came out which is not in any sort of realm of affordability. But first one of those for me, and I think it's one of their prettiest watches that exists now. Yeah. Is the Langansona triple split in pink gold with the blue dial. It's just gorgeous. It's really cool. I I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just the colors are so striking. Technically is a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. I really like the little pops of red in the in the sub registers there and of course you get let's see if they have a you get this to look at on the back i think it's one of the most pleasing dial side Mm -hmm. longas as well um really pretty symmetry and the the mix of use of 
some silver hands and gold hands to indicate the different like split capabilities. I think it's really cool. Yeah. The blue and rose gold is just beautiful. Yeah. I think it's one of the, if not the most pretty watch they make. Is this like a cool 150,000, something like that? Maybe larger than that. Okay. Let's have a look. Uh, 164. Okay, You're pretty close. Great. Okay. They're only making a hundred. So okay. call now. Call now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm with Dave here. I yeah. would probably give up organs to have this thing. I just want to see it. <laughs> Mark, I can't even afford to look at screenshots <laughs> of this. Yes. I think, Arthur, if you ever actually get a longer uh-huh. in some mythical dream world that you live in, you have to get like a really beautiful picture of the backside and like blow it up and have it framed. Yeah. In that, that works, sure. Because I think that's like such an experience of it. You don't really get to enjoy it or see it all the time yeah. so i have actually seen people put straps on backwards as a joke that's, to wear it upside down that's fair um if you haven't seen it there's a really funny instagram account called langa on a nato <laughs> it's like horrifying it's great it makes me cringe really really <laughs> hard it's also always like the wrong size natos too it right makes it even yeah. better like hideous yellow and black stripe yeah like bumblebee looking strap yeah on uh on a longa one yeah. i believe yeah 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 <laughs> so okay so that was my first sort of like out of this real favorite okay. would absolutely so yeah. then there was a close runner-up i will say in that sort of dressy chrono category and i just want to show this briefly uh this is the Va- the vacheron constantin traditional mm-hmm. split second it's in what a name i didn't even i only said half of it chronograph ultra thin collection collection excellence <laughs> platine mm-hmm. it's a platinum mono pusher split chronograph it's great it's gorgeous it's beautiful when are you in a situation where you need to have a platinum with the split split chronograph never (laughs) but who cares cares? (laughs) and and i love the fact that they made it automatic with a peripheral rotor so you can still see see all that that was my runner-up but i was like look one only needs one (laughs) high horology (laughs) Trinity brand split chrono. Oh, now you're being And why not the triple split? Okay. So I'm All just right. going to stop okay, there for that. Fair um, enough, I guess. Okay. And then, of course, we can't not talk about uh, yes. the ultimate reverso. This is the JLC, the JJ LeCoute. JJ LeCoute. Uh, Quadriptique, <laughs> also known as the Hybris Mechanica Caliber something or other. Uh, 153, I think. Um, this is as they say, the most complicated reverso ever. And I really love it because of some of the celestial complications mm-hmm. it has. Um, so there is the there are two dial sides, as you get on a reverso. Um, so there's a, there's a tourbillon, I believe, perpetual calendar, yeah. chronograph on the back here. Then there is the inside of the case here, which has moon phases and even shows you the perigee and mm-hmm. apogee and relationship of the moon to the earth. And then the actual backside of the case has yet another face, which I believe is Southern hemisphere moon phase. So you get Northern hemisphere moon phase here and Southern hemisphere. Well, I moon hate phase when here. I fly down Australia and I don't know what phase the moon is in. So this is very but, practical. But don't you think it's a little unfair that like the Southern hemisphere people have to take off their watch to see it's the moon true. phase? It's true. But happy to get a moon here we are in the Northern Hemisphere. So 
I could live with it, I suppose. I think one of the neatest things about this watch is like, I mean, it's 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 amazing, but these reversos and the one we saw in London, whenever that one was, or in, in Paris, Paris, yeah, um, of how the top case, the top like dual side interacts with the back of the watch, yeah, right, with yeah. The, the little like click system. So you can um, actually see it here, I yeah. believe. Um, so every complication in the the actual case back only needs to be incremented once per day. Right. Whereas yeah. the other complications in the main body of the watch are more active and interactive. Right. So as long as it's closed during yeah. that time of day, whenever it switches over at midnight, then it will click through to the back. The, of the like case. a little pin pops out That's and amazing. increments all of yeah. the counters in the case back that control these other uh, complications. I just hope we get the opportunity to see one of these one day. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure we will, but it would be, it would be really cool. I think we saw the prior most complicated mm -hmm. reverso yeah. um, in Paris and, and they are quite thick, but I mean, you're not really complaining about that at this beautiful. point. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, I like Chris's comments here. Oh, those poor Southern Hemisphere people don't know how to <laughs> uh, Richard suggesting the addition of a regatta timer. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a sailor, so I'm, I'm going to be okay. 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 Um, and then lastly, one of my other favorite releases as sort of like a sporty dress piece. Mm -hmm. These were killer. Yeah. Um, they'd already done the VC overseas perpetual in a rose gold. Mm -hmm. But I actually think in a white gold, um, it's much more wearable. It is more wearable. Yeah, daily it use. looks like steel, but yeah. you've got a perpetual uh, on the wrist in white gold. I do think I would actually get the solid dial. The skeleton is cool, but um, I think this one just looks a little more understated okay. and uh, on the solid dial. And the fact that you can put it on rubber, that's cool. Yeah. You can really like tone it down, especially on rubber in white gold. Uh, I'm sure Dan knew I was going to pick this because I do love these. Yeah. And that is my last main pick. I'll say there's one other runner up I considered, but I don't think I'm enough of like a fashionista to pull this sort of okay. thing off. And that is the Bulgari Octofinissimo Tadao Ando limited edition, black ceramic and this dial that it's going to sound like Grand Seiko marketing, but it's meant to represent a pond at night with oh, the moon reflecting off. How of romantic! It. Dan calls this the nail clipping yeah, dial. Dan He's tried to ruin it already, yeah. but uh, that's my last pick. I just think it's really pretty. I love it. I think it's really neat. I like generally. I would love to have an Octavianissimo between the two of us one day. I think they're really funky and cool. They just wear really big, like surprisingly yeah. large. And um, I think that is emphasized by how thin they are. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. In this imaginary world that we're living in, it would be kind of fun to be able to change what, like your entire collection every year, just of like what was mm -hmm. like of new. You can new do releases. it. You just have to sell everything. Yeah, that's too much work. <laughs> I will say I kind of struggled to find. I'm not a green dial guy. Yeah. And so it's severely narrowed, especially the, the, the stuff I could pick from for like the core of the collection. Right. I really like those three: um, the big pilot, mm -hmm. the the Breitling Datora and the Panorama Bronzo. Yeah. But beyond that, there was not a lot that I was like really into. I think so. And I can totally see you getting the um, pilot at some point. Mm -hmm. I think once you see it in person, you're going to love it. 
And then you'll think about it for a year because that's what you do. And then you'll probably get it. Probably. That's, that's we'll my see. guess. And I think he'll end up with the blue dial. We'll see. I'll make a bet. We should like <laughs> keep that <laughs> how, how right I am. Cool. Um, I know a lot of people are not necessarily fans of this one. And I, I do think it would be cool if it was an actual moon phase, yeah. but it's just uh, an image. Dan's calling it the, the octopus for candle nail clipping How dial. Eloquent. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But no, I, I don't think I could pull this one off okay. either. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's like a an art piece. Clearly working yeah. with an artist, that's what they were going for. But yeah. Okay. So so why don't we switch over to your pick? Okay. I'm all over the place. And I had no like rhyme or reason to, to my picks, really. So mm-hmm. this is not necessarily a like watch for every category of a collection. These were things that I liked and I have ignored budgets. Okay. Um, and I don't think my opinions are going to be very popular either. Um, I'm a little bit in like a more girly taste than usual. So that's um, okay. That's otherwise it would be the same old stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's cool. Um, okay. Started off. I think I started off with Cartier. So I actually think Cartier killed it this year. And I get it. Like, I get Quartz is not super popular. I, like, my first watch, my first Cartier was a Quartz. Um, then I didn't want nothing to do with Quartz. And now I'm kind of back at it. Like, especially this one, because this is Solar Beat. I think that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. It's at a really great price point. Um, They're like 2600 to 2800 yeah, size. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I think this, but in the larger size rather than the smaller one. Um, I'd probably get on a black strap, but have fun mm-hmm. like playing around with these. It's a good, like essential dress watch, especially I even thought about this. Well, I think if I got it in large and wore it as like an everyday watch, it could be your dress watch when you needed one. Occasionally. Right. It's always ready to go because yeah. it's solar powered. Yep. And I don't know, especially if you're not as into dressy pieces, Yeah, it's kind of like, a great way to, to get in on the dress watch thing without breaking the bank. I think it's neat. And it's always set. I don't know, guys, if you're looking for like a watch for your lady, this would be a great first piece only piece. Um, the soul, And what's neat, the solar power is actually through the um, numerals. Really? Yeah. Is that why there's this sort of illustration so. of the glow? Yeah. That's cool. Um, um, and you can take pictures with a vintage looking camera exactly. and look and super And then you look cool. And yeah. Hipster and, and tweet. So they're, they're not actually coming out for a while. But yeah. Keep an eye. Uh, I might actually consider trading in my tank Francais for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think this is really neat. Now, what did not make my list, but I do think are very cool, are the new Mustacartiers that they released in red, um, blue, and green. Um, I don't like green because I just don't love. I just don't love green. Um, mm-hmm. But I think objectively, it's like it's cool to have some colors. I feel like we're back in the like early 2000s, remember when everything came in every different color? Like your iMac, yeah, you could get in right, like a rainbow right. of colors. You could get like all sorts of appliances. And I think we are colors. kind of we're in starting, that. We're starting to get that. Um, but of those Mustacartiers, I think the red is cool, but I wish it was Cartier red, not like a maroon yeah, burgundy cool. color. I think like Cartier red, and even if they did it with like the gold, um, did the strap with like the gold Cartier mm-hmm. thing that you see around the boxes would be really neat. That would um, be cool. But this is, uh, this is my pick. It would I also have been neat. really funny if Cartier did a Tiffany blue dial just to like troll everybody. Yeah. They don't seem like the company to, to troll people. They're not a Moser type. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now that's a good um, first pick. I like Anyway, it. I think this is great. It's nice that they've released something at a somewhat reasonable price point. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. Nice. Okay. Moving on. 
Yeah, I'm doing it. You can see the little preview here, but yeah. for which one? Which one? You'll see. You'll see. I know this is unpopular. I know it's stupid to have an explorer in two tone with precious metal. I get it, but you know what? I love two tone, and I love my yeah. explorer one that I have right now. Um, and it's back. And in it's 36. back in thirty six. Yeah. And so you know what? I love it. Um, would I get it right now with my current collection? No, because I love my Explorer one. I have bonded with that particular watch. It's never going anywhere. Um, but if I was starting from scratch, I would absolutely get this. And I think between the tank and this, that's a great two watch collection for anything. And the funny thing is that about that is the dress watch is the steel one right? and the sports watch is the two tone. I don't know. I'm just, I'm totally enamored with two-tone right now. I think it would be really fun. This, this truly could be an only watch for me. I can wear this in yeah. every single situation and be happy. I think it's ridiculous. Rolex released it. People will buy it just because it's, you know, the new mm-hmm. thing from Rolex, but I'm hoping two-tone goes like out of style in about like five years. And then this one becomes like wildly unpopular and I'll be able to get it for real cheap. That'd be cool. I mean, if you look at like polls people have put up on Instagram yeah. on two-tone versus all steel explore, at least in that little echo chamber of the watch community, people prefer the steel like 10 to one. Yeah. But I think Rolex was smart to make this because I think in the larger population, there's probably more interest in this than there is in watch enthusiasts. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I mean, generally across the Rolex line, I do think it's interesting and kind of a shame that they got rid of the 39. I think that a 39 Explorer one would have been great for you to have at some mm-hmm. point. Um, but from a pure selfish perspective, I love the 36 size and I love the two tone. Um, it would get scratched to hell. I don't care. Um, I think this would be a fun one to have. Nice. I think it would be a good choice for you. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I can't remember what I did next. This one. Oh, this. Yes, this I just saw today. And um, I believe it is news as of today. Yeah. So I love the Zenith El Primero in the 38 size, um, but have never really found one that I thought was like perfect for me. I've tried them on a couple times, um, but I saw this one and I love it. I love the like bright red gray blue as opposed to kind of the more subtle colors mm-hmm. of the of the regular one note this is called like the final edition um i wonder why yeah but um i think it's vintagey and cool and i don't know again like if you're doing a three watch like the tank the two-tone this kind and of company and the chrono yeah. like that works i think that would be and it's be no fun. date yeah which is Lovely. Because, I mean, that is one thing I don't like about the 38 is the date placement, right? Is that normally 30 or something or 5? 430, yeah. Which which I don't love. So I think this is cool. Um, So we can go on a whole tangent here, but I think it tells you something about the way Zenith is going with the El Primero. My guess is they now have all these more true vintage reproduction models at 38 and that this one will go away. And there will be a new size of the regular El Primero. Yeah. This sort of modernized, slightly vintage. You think design. it's just going to go up, like be a 39 or 40 and that's it? I think it'll be a 40 or a 41 and the yeah. 42 and 38 will go away. You want a 40, right? I would love a 40. Okay. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. I might be daydreaming. I called it on IWC with the big pilot. So okay. let's see. Yes. You're quite the, I, we should go back to our horribly designed PowerPoint watches and... In, in a year, I did design a 40 millimeter El Primero with no date 
Hold on your butts, everybody. Okay. Let's do see you think Hermes and Bulgari will do my masterpiece collection <laughs> the of the Sapensi horse, horse head? Yeah, yeah the Godfather inspired watch. <laughs> um, anyway, I think this is beautiful. I think it's cool and vintagey. Um, the red's a little bold. No, I like it, but I like having color on my watches. Like, you know, mm-hmm. have a little pizzazz. You're, you have like mm-hmm. all black funeral watches. So, like, I'll be the colorful <laughs> one with some some fun and funky. I would borrow it. it. Oh, oh, thank you. Okay. And on a strap? Like, how fun would this be on a red strap? Or, like, a blue strap with red stitching, a little accent. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, That's a fun one because. Does this one have the date movement and they just didn't. And they've covered it up? Probably. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. I know that bothers. Yeah. I would guess that they haven't actually modified the movement, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Right. Okay. Moving on. Um, had to do this one. So if you've been watching the show, you know that I love the little, the little longer one. Um, particularly the one with the moon phase that comes in rose gold and the white Yoshe dial, I think is like, that's, that's probably my ultimate watch. I hesitate mm-hmm. to use the word grail, but that's like my ultimate one. But when they came out with this one with the like celestial blue starry, right. almost adventuring ish type dial, um, I think it's gorgeous. It's really beautiful. I don't. I wouldn't do the diamond bezel. I already have a blue watch with stars and the diamond bezel. So, in reality, with what you have, would you pick this or the rose gold white Kyoshi? I'd be really torn. I mean, it's a watch I would wear so infrequently. Truly, I. And I love rose gold. I would probably go with the rose gold one, um, but I do think this is. Mm-hmm. Really stunning. I also think on the white dial, like the sub dials pop out a little bit more because it has the guilloche, but it's like a little bit different for each of the sub dials. And right. even though the, the star pattern is a little bit different um, on each of these, it, it's just not. Yeah, it's yeah. a little recessed, but mm-hmm. it's not as stark a contrast yeah. from. And it looks like they do more more density mm-hmm. of the stars and stuff. But I do think it's it is amazing how you can see the layers. Yeah. Like, I think this is like built up, right? In some way, the dial construction. You can see some of the little gold flecks are deeper yeah. into the I do really style. want to see this dial in person. I hope I get the chance to do that at some point. The only thing that's disappointing about the little longer one is like the movement is so incredible, but the back, you mostly just see the plate, right? And it's true of the longer one as well. Yeah. It's like the Glashuta three quarter plate. I get plate it. Yeah. This is why. You need a longer chrono. I'm good. Right? I'm good. That's that's why I love the longer yeah. chronos. Um, but yeah. But yeah. So if I'm building a collection from this year's release, this week's releases, this would does it have to be in the mix? Let's see. Um, mm. Yeah, the moon phase is very pretty on this one. Yeah. On the stars, it works really well. Yeah. And and David's saying he could have predicted. Yes, this, one. this is yeah. not. Um, I am. Yeah, I've not wildly gone <laughs> off my rocker here. On no, this one. no. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So, yeah. So now from the highest price point, I think yeah. you picked to what I think is the lowest. Yep. These were a little controversial. I think they're cool. I know they're not for everybody. Um, but you know what? The people who don't like them, you're not the market. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think you're the market. I think I'm the market. I think a lot of my girlfriends are the market. This is like, okay, you've been wearing a Michael Kors watch for the past five years in rose gold with the gold bracelet. And now it's time to step it up to have some sort of real movement that isn't garbage. This is a really <laughs> fun way to do it. 
Um, And I think they were smart to do it in bronze because they can keep it at a price point that's reasonable without having to do like gold plating, which people don't really love. Right. Um, And the candy colors are fun. So the only question I think people bring up is what happens when they start to patina? Like, where does it look? What do you think? I mean, first off, you can clean it. You can clean off the patina, right? So if that really bothers you, you can do it. I think if you want to like embrace the patina, you get the green one because that would be kind of cool to have like the bronzy greenish patina color match the green dial. And that's probably why they, they picked that mint color. Um, I would probably go for the mint one um, or the pink or the pink. Mm -hmm. Um, And the, the other thing is I think that the, become the the sort of formula for the Oris bronze is not one that patinas extremely yeah and and then they've they've done this before on the Holstein edition where they have a bronze bracelet if this was like a super sensitive bronze they couldn't have that touching your skin that's true because your wrist would turn green right and yeah. and the, the back inside the bracelet would patina yeah. extremely rapidly yeah so I think they've gone for a formulation here that's not going to turn like wild yeah um but you as you said you can always do the like vinegar or whatever mm-hmm. cleaning method to take it back to the original sheen anyway i just think it's fun and like a little whimsical and silly and let's have a little bit of that mm-hmm. like why not um i think the colors are great i'm actually really torn on the color which um, one you would go for yeah i probably do the teal green green color um, but you know what? That's, I, I, I think it'd be really neat if I saw a lady walking down the street wearing one of these. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. You know, that's yeah. just, it's, it's fun and it's funky. Is it an only watch? Probably no not. Way. <laughs> Is it a, like, you know, part of a, of a bigger collection? I think that would be fun or like a way to enter yourself into the crazy world yeah. of watches. And so. I think Oris probably saw a little bit of like, look, a lot of, a few brands, including the big our word yeah. are having a lot of fun and success with colored dials. Why not try it I don't it know out? if I can't ever get my candy pink um, OP, this would be a fun, uh, <laughs> a fun alternative. I think it will suddenly materialize because okay. I know a certain watch dealer who does not like these yeah. and would rather you have the other okay, one. Thank you. Yeah. Um, cool. Anyway, unpopular opinion. And now you're going to swing back up market. Yeah, we're going up market. And I haven't seen anybody talk about these. So breaking the news here yeah chanel everyone ignores chanel watches and i you know comment if you want to i this is totally in girly category but a couple years ago i think it was in 2018 chanel came out with the boyfriend skeleton it was in a rose gold case but it won some of the big some of the big awards i think it won a gphg i did get to try one on and see one in paris it was amazing i was not dressed like in any way that would give an indication that i could afford this watch um but it was they were really nice and sweet and let me and let me try it on. But I think this this edition with like the black movement, I don't even know exactly what all those components are made out of. And in the sapphire case, it's just like like it's funky. Like it looks like a robot watch. <laughs> I I really like it. Not with the diamonds. Um, yeah, right, right, right. So I don't think these are very popular, even the the version that came out in 2018. So this again is something that I'm looking out for in like 10, 15 years. You know, some billionaire bought this for his girlfriend, and she's like, "It's boring. It doesn't have any diamonds on it." And then it will come up. Oh, but for it resale. does. Apparently, the crown has diamonds oh, in it. You me. just can't even see then them. Then why? You know. Yeah. Um. 
So maybe, maybe, maybe one day we'll, some version of a boyfriend skeleton will come up mm-hmm. for resale at, at a price point that I might be able to afford. Um, but I, I think it's awesome. I think it's really, I think it's really, really yeah. cool. I, I just, th- I, I like that they made a watch that's like, it's kind of like, especially in this clear case, it's like both feminine, but also sort of like industrial and clearly I have not ignored the importance of a cool movement. Yeah. They haven't, you know, but I think what's really neat is the movement, particularly in the Sapphire case here, it looks like it's floating, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Cause all around the edges is this clear, it doesn't look like it's connected to the top or the bottom right. anywhere. You just see these little yeah. points to the side. I, I think it's great. Yeah. And then you had one more runner up from the same brand. I did. Another one that wasn't covered very thoroughly. I did. Right? Yeah. I'm really? a, I know. People won't like it. I don't care. If you're going to get a rainbow watch, I think this is cooler than the rainbow Daytona. Oh, big, big words there. I know. Oh, what happened? Watch websites. They're all awful. Um, you know, this very much feels like an early 2000s, like it girl dream watch, right? Like <laughs> totally see see that and that's that's my era so mm-hmm. i get it but um i it's absurd it's just absurd and i think it's really fun and funky i feel and like i could you could have seen britney spears wearing totally this. in some video yeah like um, in 2000 and yeah i still keep my eye out for j12s occasionally i don't like how they age unfortunately the ceramic is a little yellow over time um i don't know why it does that. i don't know if it's the actual ceramic or if it's just like it gets dirty or what? I don't know, but white ceramic, especially in a bracelet, does tend to get a little yeah. weird, right? Um, anyway, I I do kind of like the audacity of some of these <laughs> of some rainbow watches, and um, I don't know. This is this is probably the one I would pick. Um, uh, it's fun. <laughs> I, I like that they've done like the the actual like gem setting to do the full rainbow inside and outside. Yeah. And in a way your Orient disc, which costs like, you know, a hundred bucks yeah. on Amazon inspired this. It did. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure the rainbow hour I'm sure that's where Chanel took their inspiration yeah. from. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think it's cool. So those are my picks. They're very girly, but you know what? I'm not going to apologize for it. I, I like no, it. no, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Um, Dave says Mrs. L is nodding at that one good, too. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and Mark says when I said feminine industrial, that I just invent a new design style. I don't know. There's a lot of us lady engineers out there. We need watches I would, too. I would put some of the um, the ladies' royal oaks. Yeah, in that. Yeah, and as well as that Chanel J12. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the frosted. 34 and 37 millimeter Royal roll, Oaks. Roll, feminine industrial. You can buy me one of those. Okay. That would be yeah, fun. yeah. Um, this is a good question. I actually don't know the answer. Were Rolex the first to do the whole gradient color bezels? I don't know. I don't know. I would think that there would have been some like jewelry focused yeah. brand that made watches that did it first, I but I don't know the answer. Um, I gotta say, so Breitling did a great job with those chronomats they released with the different dial colors. That's a green watch, like by the, the mint way, green, the mint green yeah. one. Um, but then they just released like some additions with gradient diamond the dials. South Seas one, South Seas, and those are hideous. Like they're just awful. Um, Let me. Can I? Can I pull one of these up? Yes. Uh, yeah. 
I, I think the problem there is the. It's like someone was colorblind the when they mix. designed it. Let me let me share the screen. Hold okay. on, the, the people can't see what you're ranting about yet. But like, you need a color wheel. You shouldn't have greens and oranges together. Pink, green, orange, Ooh. and yellow. Those are my favorite colors. Like Brightling was on such a good run with these Chronomat 36s. I think they're great watches, but then. I, I don't know, just plain diamonds. Uh, pick a color like green gems. Some emerald thing would have been neat. And it's on that lake, Stephanie, it inv- evokes the intoxicating vibes of summer, marine life, and lush greenery. Ugh. God, it and on looks, that like greenish brown strap. I... It looks like a really, really ba- the colors of like a really, really bad like Caribbean cocktail yeah. mixed with like. The aloe vera. They don't even look like well said. It looks like light bright to me. Like someone took one of those light bright games. Bedazzle. 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 Bezel. Yeah. Literally like the little glue. Yeah, this looks like a product. bad aftermarket bedazzled. Sorry, Brightling. You hit a home run with the the Detora, but this yeah. this one was not was uh, a step back. Okay, I, I went off topic. I, there, I'm I'd call, I'd say Brightling is in a two steps forward, one step back at this point, and that was a step. And back. that was the step back. Yeah. yeah. The regular chronomats step forward. The Detora and Premier Heritage step forward. Yeah. Plus whatever that atrocity was, yeah. step backward. Yeah. yeah. So there were other new releases, but these were that that were cool, that were neat, that caught our eye. But I think these yeah. were like, if we were starting from scratch building a collection, these were. So which one sticks out to you? Not starting from scratch, like of the like with what you have. What's the most appealing watch? So unlike you? you, where I think you're like you're the the biggish pilot is probably the only one that I think you would seriously consider. Mm-hmm. The um, biggish pilot. Yeah. <laughs> um, the I think I would really consider having one of those Oruses, like for fun. Yeah. Um, I'd probably wait for them to pop up on pre-owned, to mm-hmm. be honest, because the they, tank and the tank, equation? the tank. But I would trade in the tank I have. Okay. Um, for that, which I think would be fine, because um, I have I have the Santos on a bracelet, um, but I do think I would consider doing a tank and in the larger size, and then maybe the El Primero. So a lot you said like most of the ones you picked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. would like to have an El Primero one day. Yeah, um, I need to wear my Speedy more because I don't wear chronographs that much. So I think that's like step one. With the speedy. Is, yeah, you just put the Uncle Seiko flat link on the first of my good space, did. and, that and cool. I like it. Yeah, um, so I have to see how you bond with that. Exactly, it changes how you wear that watch. Yeah, I've just been wearing the Zana so much recently. It's that's good. My wrist time. So um, yeah, the the bigish pilot. It's probably the one that most seriously yeah. interests me, but I'd like to see how it wears in person. Were there any disappointments? Anything that you were like really hoping would come out? That well, IWC hit the mark on the things that I wish existed, but Panerai did not exactly. Yeah, um, I was hoping. I still want them to do like a 44 millimeter version of a 1950s case base dial, which if you're, if you're not a Panerai fan, you're just like, what, what the hell did he just say? A Pam 372 shrunk is what I want. And they basically just did that with the Bronzo. Um, so maybe there's a chance they would do that. Um, it's sort of like their most classic simple design shrunk down a little bit. They don't do it exactly how I would want it. And then 
I had a slight hope they might make an in-between size of the submersible. I'm like Goldilocks, like yeah. 42, a little small, 47, a little big. Can we get a 44 submersible, which I know Karan says has existed in the past, but I want one with the black ceramic yeah. bezel from the 680. But it'd be at a price point you wouldn't want to buy right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. I think Panerai's kind of pricing things a little weird and wild. Yeah. And I will say my other problem with, my, well, probably my only problem with the big-ish pilot is I think I know how the pricing exercise worked. I can imagine them sitting around and they're like, hmm, the Mark 18 costs this much. The big pilot costs this much. We'll make the 43 big pilot cost <laughs> this much. Yeah. Like it feels a little arbitrary to me. Um, but the heart wants what the heart wants and it wants a biggish pilot big-ish probably pilot. gotta go. see it in person though yeah 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 cool i think that covers it and we didn't pick the the um it's about to say the pink panther ap the <laughs> the black panther yeah Audemars Piguet. yeah not 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 for us but maybe there's someone out there who finds that really cool yeah so. i mean i appreciate them being a little like funky and I know I use the word a lot whimsical, but like have a, have a sense of humor, a sense of yeah. fun. I think that's, that's good. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if it's done particularly well, but I saw an interesting like meme someone made on Instagram that was like, everybody's fine with a little cartoon dog on a speedmaster, and they that's go true. nuts for it, Yeah, but put a comic book hero on an AP and the barf emojis come out. I I will I know there's a difference. I think that's a little oversimplification. This yeah. history with Snoopy and all that, but yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's fine. You know, I, just don't buy it if you don't like it. Yeah, not. That's we'll leave it there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, cool. Right. Okay. I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shall we leave it there? I think so. Cool. Thanks and, for joining. Yeah, thanks yeah. for joining. And please check out the podcast where uh, Rick, Ricky, and some of the other Scottish Watches contributors are talking about these releases more in detail. Uh, we took kind of like the dream collection perspective. Mm-hmm. They're going kind of more brand by brand and yeah. getting in detail. So check that out. And uh, we shall see you next week. Yeah. Hope everybody has a good week. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye.